I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, guys, guess what? One month until my birthday. Okay. Well, not the reaction I was hoping for, but I'll take it. Okay, let me ask you this then. What reaction were you hoping for? Oh my God, really? No, 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 realistically, realistically, what reaction were you hoping for to announce that it's one month until your birthday? I thought it'd be like, hey, cool, you know what, thanks for the reminder. No, 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 honestly, you know us. What reaction were you- Oh, because I know you, I got exactly what was expected. Thank you. (laughs) But that's why I said- No, no, you said you were expecting a different reaction. I should have said, I was hoping. Right. Guys- Perfect weather today. Yes. As it is now 11 months, two days until my birthday. Oh, wow. And you That's just had it too. Fair. And you just had it wow. too. Yeah. Just celebrated less than a month ago. Yeah. Never. Ne- thanks for the right. reminder, man. Can, Can I add one thing you know, if that's okay? Yeah, Sean, go ahead. It's 11 months and 20 days until my birthday. Oh, Shem, I know. Great. I'm looking forward. To, I hope you have a hell of a year, Shem, because I know yeah. you just celebrated. Right? Thank you. It, like, just, it was just the other day, yeah. honestly. Shem, yeah. I know birthdays are such a big deal around here. It's really mm-hmm. crazy. We um, love to celebrate. Yeah, we love to uplift. No, we get the fans of the show to be a part of the day. Yeah, I oh, know. So I know. Great. But I know. now we have time. You know, if you hey, listen, if you would like to text us and just wish you know Mocha and Shem a happy early birthday to just sort of get it going. Let's keep it going for 11 months, guys. Yeah. Hey, let's keep, yeah, sure. let's keep it going. Sure. But what about you? What about you? Five months and 12 days? Five months, like, 12 days? Wow. Hey. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm first up. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are next in line, yes. Ross, for the big celebration I know. of birthdays here on the Ross. Can I toss show. one in? Man, can't wait. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it is exactly one month till my birthday. You're again, Shem. How old now? Um, I'm 36. When was your birthday? My birthday was one, two, three. It was 10 days ago. You know, I feel like I didn't give you enough on your birthday. I know I texted you and everything, but I don't yeah. know if you I publicly him? I don't know if I publicly said anything on your birthday. So I just want to say that now, man. You're a hell of a guy. I love you a lot. Yeah, and happy belated. I love you too, man. And right you know on. what? I wore my pants, my right pants for this yeah. kind of greeting too. So thank you Good. for that. Good. <laughs> Stretchy See, pants. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah, right? Thank you, hey! so, yeah. That's what we celebrate. <laughs> we are like a family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they take care of each other. Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, not to bring up old news, but Leaf Nation very sad today. For at least to read it, clock reading, and he hit the post. But it's not going to matter. The Panthers are going to hold on, and they take both here in Toronto. 
What up, Hesser? So now uh, we, Leafs Nation, will head out to Florida Sunday. 6.30 is game time, by the way. You can watch on Sportsnet. I know. No Saturday games, huh? Weird, this, right? Well, it's listen, it's the NHL. They don't want to mess with... Like, what, do they run basketball on Saturdays? Is that the deal? Yeah, yeah they don't want to compete with um, on the T- Miami on and TBS and yeah. TNT and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, So no Saturday games for round two in the Leafs. Like, that's crazy to me. Um, if it makes things better yes. for Leafs Nation out there, okay. this has quickly become a fan favorite, a Raza Mocha Show fan favorite, uh, of the Dammits watching... <laughs> Watching the Leafs game and commentating. So if there's any light at the end of the tunnel from last night's loss, yeah. is that we get to hear the dammits Agreed. in the condo talk about and watch the playoff, playoff game. Here we go, game <laughs> two. What position would you play if you were on the team? I don't know what these positions are called. Someone that doesn't have to like play with the puck that much, like just you know. <laughs> they all do. <gasps> oh, oh my god, we get the first goal. We got the first goal. Is it Riley? Kerfoot. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh my god, it looks like it hurts when they like smash up against those boards. <gasps> oh my god, wow. That was like it was like choreographed. Like they studied this, how to get the puck back and forth. <laughs> That's and called they, practice. Yeah, but you can tell like they worked on this yesterday. <laughs> Scores, O'Reilly. O'Reilly again. Okay, do the announcer announcing the goal. And 90 gets the goal. Uh, What's his name? (laughs) O'Reilly. Do they say their first names? Yeah, but I don't know it. And it's O'Reilly, 90 with the shoot shot. (laughs) Coach, cleaned up today. Shaved. (laughs) Clean shaven. And then here we go again. Is that bunting? That's bunting chewing on his guard. I don't like what, like, what do they have to chew on the guard? They must throw those things out and they get a brand new guard every t- every time. There goes the net again. Can't they, like, sh- drill these nets in? <laughs> it's ice, Matthew. <laughs> no, they need to be put in permanently where they don't move. And then when Beyonce comes to town? No, for that, you could take it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see that? I think some guy knocked a leaf oh, look over. At this, look at the beard. Oh, I do not like that at all. Playoff beard. That's beyond playoff beard. That's like centennial beard. Okay, everyone's going way too fast. Like, my eyes can't keep up with this. Like, everyone just needs to take a beat and calm down. Like, why are we just, it's too fast. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. Oh, my God. Is he okay? Is it his eye? What happened? (laughs) There was blood dripping on the ice. Oh, it hit him in the face. The stick. No, the puck. Oh, it's his teeth, isn't it? His eyes and his tooth. Oh, my God. No, stop. Oh, my God. It is not worth the salary for that. No way. I mean, I guess they could buy new teeth, but like, oh. Oh, my God. Kyle Dubas threw his water bottle. Okay, you just spit in my eye. (laughs) We have an empty net. We have an empty net. Where did he go? They pulled the goalie so that we can have an extra player. No, I don't agree with that. I don't know. Like, what's one more player going to do? Game over. But you know what? They're playing way too hard. Like, I'm sorry. They're beating each other up in there. Do you care? Yeah, I kind of care. I've been invested in this lately. (laughs) I love it.
<laughs> every time, every I'm telling you, every time we try and do something because we think Matthew's going to hate it and he's just going to be pissy the whole time, yeah. he gets super into it. Like, remember when you guys did House of the Dragon? Oh, yeah. And he was just, he became a super fan. It was like his number one show. <laughs> anyway, uh, game three in Florida. I love Panthers up 2 nothing. Game time is 6.30. You can watch that on Sportsnet. Go Leafs, go! And 90 gets the goal. Uh, what's his name? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I am convinced that I broke a record for city traffic yesterday. Okay. Convinced. Do tell. So I was coming off the highway and uh, I... I got locked into the Liberty Village area. Mm-hmm. And anybody that knows that area, it's just like a bunch of little streets and then you could dump you out on either Dufferin or King and then you just sort of snake your way west, right? Sure. Which is where everybody was going because they all had to go down to get back on the Gardener. This was after the marathon yesterday. Okay, so... Was traffic... Allowed to get back onto the highway at that point, or no? They were just slowly starting to open things up, but the so problem still was, gridlock but, but the marathon was like finished. Like the majority of people had just finished, right? Mm-hmm. So that is where the race finished, the marathon finished, and then everybody was just trying to get out of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then there was also everybody trying to go west through the bottom of the city because you couldn't take Lakeshore because that was still closed and everything else. Yeah. So I was in my car for so long, right? That how long were you there? So when I got home, I opened up Google Maps. And I measured exactly from where I was. Okay. You need a hobby. Okay. This is my hobby. Getting angry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I measured, right? According to Google Maps, (laughs) the distance that I (laughs) traveled before things sort of freed up. Okay. Was 770 meters. Okay. 770 meters. Mm. Okay. Not even a kilometer. 770 meters. Okay. That took one hour and four minutes. Oh my God. Yeah. One hour and four minutes. You're acting so surprised though. To go 770 meters. Yeah. After the marathon. After the marathon and... Like the highways were just reopened, bruh. <laughs> yes, but you knew the marathon was going on. Why didn't you wait ten minutes? I couldn't wait ten minutes. I was locked in it. Damn. But what were you doing in that neighborhood at that time? I was just dry. I got off the highway because the highway was empty, uh-huh. and I turned off right because I'm like, why not? Right? I gotta. I had to go. Did you use ways like you always do. Yeah, and it was fine. Oh. Ways said I, nothing until that point. Filthy ways. And even way, even when I was in the car, Way said uh, to where I needed to go, like it was a total of like 12 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I, they I, lied. I, I moved, you so hard. I moved one car length in 12 minutes. Yeah. Yo, he must have been so pissed. Would it have been less stressful if he pulled over and, you know, bought your girlfriend some flowers? I should have just, I almost ditched the car. So, knowing your bladder. Yeah. In that moment. Yes. That one hour and four minutes. Thank you. In 700 meters that you traveled. Yes. You must have had to have peed. Shockingly, no. Really? I what, didn't did you have, have to your pee. bladder beforehand? What's that? I did. I peed. I peed ahead of time. Yeah. But also I knew I had, uh, I had the jug, 
right? Uh, in, yeah, the, yeah, in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem the is normally when I use the jug, right? Uh-huh. If I have to use the da- jug. Daddy's little helper. Daddy's little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> normally, normally if I use the jug, I'm on the, I'm on the highway, yeah. right? So it's easy. My, my windows are blacked out. Nobody can really see. Nobody's paying attention. Uh-huh. But this was a city street. Like people are crossing in front of the car. Oh, they like, easily see. Right? Easily oh, man, see. Man, so man. I wouldn't have been able to. My brother saw the jug the other day. I, had, I gave him a ride. <laughs> oh, no. Ride yeah, and? Yeah, he saw the jug. I was Did just he like, ask? Or yeah. he knew? No, I was just, he, he sort of looked in the back and he didn't say anything. And then I was like, listen, man, if you got to pee, I got you covered. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Guardians Volume 3 just killed it at the box office. Yeah. No yeah. surprise here, right? Globally, Guardians Volume 3 brought in $282 million. Okay? 114 mil from North America alone. And Chris Pratt is just... has been dominating now for two months because his Super Mario movie drops to second place, 18.6 million still over the weekend. Right? That's crazy. Uh, Globally, that movie has brought in $1.15 billion. How long has it been out? Like seven weeks? Yeah. Something like that? It's incredible. Jesus. So Chris Pratt having the best weekend or the best like eight weekends now, right? Yeah. Living such a great life, receiving all the accolades because of Super Mario, because of Guardians Volume 3. And the reviews for Guardians, this new one. Crazy good, right? Are Are insane. And people are loving this movie. Let me tell you why Chris Pratt is going to have a terrible day today oh, no. when he gets up, okay? Bro. Forget <laughs> doctor-patient confidentiality. Oh, no. Okay? Oh, no. So this guy, Dr. Brad Schaefer, he's on a show called uh, My Feet Are Killing Me. Y'all <laughs> see? What? Yeah. <laughs> okay? Like, spilling the beans on... Chris Pratt and his foot problem. <laughs> no. Of all days to start talking about no, this. No. The really? guy's been just killing at the box office. Super Mario, Guardians Volume 3. Man. And here's his doctor that he went to go see about his foot And I had no idea about Chris's foot problem. <laughs> no, nor should we. Right? Until this guy comes in to blow up the spot. Chris Pratt has an interesting case of tinea. Ungum. And I know that sounds crazy, but at the end of the day, it's just straight up toenail fungus. Um, what he needs to do is just get it taken care of and checked out by doctors like me, podiatrists. We got it all covered. People with toenail fungus, there can be a lot of issues with that. One, it's unsightly. It's not sexy. Sorry, Chris, but you're not going to be getting too many followers out there with that. But at the end of the day, it's not too much trouble for the patient. You know, you can get it taken care of pretty easy and quick. A lot of times you can just remove the toenail and have it grow back in. And it grows back in clean most of the time. Most of the time. Probably say Chris Pratt's case is not too severe. I didn't see his other toes. He only showed us that one. So just from looking at that, it's not too severe. It's either trauma or fungus. But if it's going to the other toes... That's pretty severe. You need to get that taken out. Good thing is, it's not life-threatening. It's only fungus. So it's just unsightly. Oh, I so, talk about the man's toenail fungus. So Chris Pratt posted a picture of it, though. 
That's why. Yeah, but still. Have you seen the picture? I'm not going to go look at it. No, thanks. Well, you have to now. It looks, it looks like his baby toe um, doesn't have a, 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 a toenail. It looks like it's a cornflake. But he posted it as his Met Gala look. Look at, no, 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 check it out. I'm not going to. No. Go, why not? You brought the story up. No, I know, but Here, like. Maury <laughs> just showed him. <laughs> it looks like. But still, like. <laughs> it looks like a corn I understand. Flake. Okay, fine. Chris Pratt talking about it like that. Oh, but like to go into detail. God. It's not this cool. doctor. No, no. Right? And, and, and when you look at it, you sort of agree with the doctor, which is like rip it off uh-huh. and then hope that the new one comes in <gasps> and, and, and grows. That's like, going to hurt for a week. No, I, I've lost a bunch of toenails. It Like when it, grow, when it grows in, it's fine. Actually, because this one looks so dead, he may be going through what I went through, which is I had a dead toenail yeah. that was still on there. And then the good toenail started growing in underneath it. So I had stacked toenails. And then when the good new toenail underneath it um, became strong enough, I had to peel the top toenail. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Hell of a box office weekend. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Razamoka text line. Just got this. Hey, guys, I imagine a ton of nurses like myself listen to your show on their way to work. Always a good laugh before a stressful day. It's Nurses Week. Can you give them all a shout-out? So, yes, we absolutely can. Yes, Big up to every single nurse out there doing their thing day in, day out, all day, all night. Yep. Sending you a ton of love. Yep. I remember I wrote about it in my book. I f- fell in love with that nurse that was treating me while I was in the hospital for that big, long stretch of time. You mean when you were on your side and she saw your bum? Yeah, when I was high, I was like super high mm-hmm. just from what morphine. Happened? Remind me again what both happened. Both my lungs collapsed. That's what it was. Right? Yes. Both my lungs And then I got it, like all sorts of infections and everything else and I just fell in love with this nurse and I was just like in this crazy dream world and like I made my mom go buy flowers at the gift shop so I could give them to her like while she came into the room to like change me like What's all this isn't there a stuff? name for something like that when I don't you know. fall in love with a nurse I imagine that I imagine there is I, I just called it love <laughs> I'm, but I'm sure it has some sort of I'm sure it has some sort of name do you think since your memoir a little bit broken came out last yeah. year do you think that that particular nurse remembers you no not at all. No, no. Or if no, that nurse no, would have no. read the book and been like, "Oh, hey, that was me." No. Not at all. No, no, no. Because I didn't even look like me then, right? Oh, okay, like I okay. was like skinny and amazing. Called nurse syndrome. Nurse syndrome. I oh. had it. Yeah. I had it. You had it bad. Mm. Mm, called scrub fever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had, I had it. Yeah. I had it. Wow. Yeah, and then, and then I just like I just remembered that I was just so in love with her, and it was. And did crazy. you build this life in your mind? I think I did, but it was just it was the it was the morphine talking, sure. right? Like it was delusion. Like the whole thing was just incredibly delusional. Like uh-huh. once I came out of it, I realized that, that like there was she was not flirting. She was nothing more than hyper efficient and incredible at her job, mm-hmm. right? Like she did nothing. But in my head, I took that as she loves me, of course. <laughs> right? Do you ever yeah. like, like finding what? her now? 
What's that? Have you ever tried finding no. her now? No. Why would I find her now? Yeah, to, give you, to give her a signed no, copy of the book. No, no, no. Like, to no, be like, what? No. You know, like I wrote about Bro, you? That's, yeah. even, that's even weirder than me yeah. giving her flowers at work. That's weirder? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Flowers well, that you had your mom going by. Yeah, finding somebody. <laughs> find- <laughs> Come on, can you spot me? I don't, my wall- I don't have my wallet on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I think I know. my jeans. <laughs> I'm sure they deal with that all the time, though. Yeah, I'm sure patients are falling in love with nurses all the time. And you know, and then years later you watch Grey's Anatomy and I'm like, say I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Twisting outside the line. Now advancing. Plays the bank to the far side. Lundell. Back to Brian. So that's it. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs face elimination Wednesday night in Florida after that heartbreaking overtime loss last night. Let's not dwell too, too much on it, please. Well, thank you. you should. They're done. Yeah, that's a wrap, huh? That's a wrap. We didn't um, know that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's a wrap, man. The problem is this, is that when you look at the players who scored goals in this series, it's Gustafson, Lafferty, Nyes, Bunting, Kerfoot, and O'Reilly. There have been no goals from Tavares, Nylander, Marner, or Matthews. Where was Nyes last night? He got a concussion the other night. Oh, up the next couple of games. So you're not going to win. Yeah. When your star players aren't being stars on the ice. No. Like when you and when you look around, God, look at Edmonton. Jesus, Drysdale got four goals in one game, and they still lost the game the other night. Crazy, right? But like star players, like right now, star players are being star players, and for the Leafs, they are like uh, on this island alone of their stars aren't even close to contributing. Uh, well, if this is uh, going to be one of the last times for the season, we hear the Dammits commentate on a Leafs game. <laughs> oh, Enjoy no. it, ladies what and a gentlemen. Heartbreaker. <laughs> Who's excited for game three? I am. I mean, I'm a little tired. I feel like I need a break, and so did the Leafs. <gasps> we just scored. Holy Jesus, I didn't know that was coming. What? That was fast, but it was a good one. Okay, so now are you excited? <laughs> now I am. Like, at the, you know, the minute we score, it's like, yup, I'm down, I'm game, let's do this. Okay, let's do the Hawking in Canada I'm, theme. How does that go? What are you doing? We're watching the hockey game. I'm cleaning the bathtub. Okay, but we almost scored again. <laughs> Did we? Well, oh. they said that he was deep in the zone. Um, is the, it's the, still 1-0, yeah. the Leafs. Okay, then we're good. Great, take the phone Okay, but why are you in the please. bathroom? Maury, get lost. It's Sunday. I need that chores to do. This is my one day. Could that commentator's tie be any fatter? Is that not right? I thought fat ties were gone. That is a Windsor and a Windsor on top of another Windsor and another Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> Our goalie was injured and I think won't be playing the rest of the game. You're lying. No, they all <laughs> went crashing into the net and I think it hurt him. So they, t- they removed him from the ice. Are you sure that's not for like show and like pomp and circumstance? Part of the theatrics? He's in the bath. No, he's injured. So do we have another goalie? Yes, another one. But this guy's good. Well, as long as there's someone there. Are you almost done in here? No, I'm really liking it. It's relaxing. So maybe I should start watching again because clearly we were winning when I was watching. Can you get out of the bath? I want to watch with you. Matthew, did you hear the horn? They scored. They did? Yes. Because of the 
fucking goalie. It's gone. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So we have, what, two more periods? Your hair smells good. Thank you. It's 2-1 Toronto. It is? Yeah. I knew we were going to come back. I knew it. <laughs> Bleeding blue. <laughs> They're on today. They're on it. They're, they've worked hard. They've studied this game. Okay, can you get it done by? Okay, great. Thank you. Bye. Look, stick oh, to the face. Like an undercut. Okay, Ooh. why aren't the Panthers being expelled? Like, this needs to happen. <laughs> They're playing way too rough. And, it, like, that goalie, our goalie should not be taking a f***ing stick to the face like that. Oh, my God. Scores. We just lost. I can't believe this. You know, like, we work so hard and then <laughs> we're trying, trying, trying. Look at the Leafs leaving the exit. There's a rat on the ice. Did you see what? that? What? Somebody, people are throwing rats. Ew, what is all that? Why are there, there's like hundreds of rats. No, what actually is that, Maury? <laughs> Do I look like Google? If this is Panthers and Leafs, why are there rats on the ice? I can't believe that. It's because his legs were spread. His legs were spread open and it went right through. If I taught you anything, it's keep your legs closed. <laughs> well, game four. If those rats are against the Leafs, like, I'm sorry, this is bad. Like, we need... No. Is it like a mob thing? Like, if you get a dead rat, like, you're next? Like, does it mean, like, no. we doesn't got it you? No, it mean, like, they think... It means what, we're rats? Rat? I don't know. Or, or we're dead? Are they really rats? I don't even know what they are. All right, that's it. Game four. Here we come. Uh, really? You really have hope? I don't know. Can <laughs> <laughs> somebody explain the rats thing to me? I think it's from, like, I think there was a story from, like, the 90s when, when Florida was still a, a, a young team. I think, like, a rat was in the dressing room at some point, and then one of the players took a stick and, like, shot it against the wall or, oh or something or something <gasps> like that. But there's some sort of rat thing. I don't know what, I don't know what the story is, but there's a rat thing. Yeah, it was, it's by, it's actually by, um, by the Florida, like, Panthers. It's, it's the way that they celebrate goals back in, like, the 90s. They, they throw out plastic rats. No, but it was because there was a rat story in the dressing room. Oh, I see. What you're yeah, saying. that's That's where like they saying. got the rats. Oh, like that's where they mm. they got the significance of the rats. But yeah, but back in the day when they were like awesome, going on like big runs, fans at the end of it would throw rat fake plastic Damn. rats on the ice, and I guess the rats are back. Well, there you go. Damn. Uh, game four. Bleeding blue like Matthew. Wednesday night in Florida, <laughs> seven o'clock. You watch on Sportsnet. Uh, uh, listen, it's looking right now that the only way the Leafs are going to win is if they expel the Panthers, right? Yeah, <laughs> is it according yeah. to Matthew? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Moneybag Steve uh, with an update here. Last time we talked to you was April of last year. And uh, you just won the lottery, scored a million bucks. Congratulations. And your dilemma was, what the hell do I do with all this money? (laughs) Right? And also, uh, how do I deal with the handouts that uh, people in my life are expecting? And it it was you and your girlfriend, and you wanted to buy a house. And we had Scott McGilvery on with us from uh, HGTV, who was really great as far as letting you know kind of what the, the, the steps should be when you have that much money, what kind of house to buy. Uh, but your fear was that, yes, once people started finding out that you had won a million dollars. And by the way, you want a million dollars, max million, but also a free play. We can't uh, discount the free play. Oh, yeah. Yo, big up to that free play. <laughs> and you were quite, uh, you were torn as to what to do at the time, because I think what Scott had said 
which was really, really what I took away from that whole conversation uh, was that winning the lottery is the fastest way to bankruptcy mm-hmm. because that's what happens to so many people when they come into money and they're, they're not sure what to do with it. Uh, so what did you guys wind up doing, Steve? Well, here's the thing. So we still have about half of it left, actually. Okay. Which is um, kind of just staying put. So we bought a home. You did. Yeah, which is awesome. And we're planning on buying two more homes. Oh, okay. So you bought a home as an investment property or for you guys, the two of you to live with your family? No, no, my family's. Yep. And um, now we're going to take Scott's advice and uh, get two more properties and use them as an investment opportunity. Okay, because at that time, Scott had said to just take 20% uh, or put 20% down on the home that you want, which I assume this is what you, you and your girlfriend did. And yeah. then to either max out your TFSA or just to take the remaining balance and just invest. So this is what you guys are doing then? Literally what Scott said we did, and oh. it's been a great plan. <laughs> uh, how, how much did you spend on the house? Well, the down payment was like about 300 mm-hmm. and the house about 1.3 or, one, oh, sorry, 1.2. And monthly. can you and, and can you afford that mortgage monthly? Well, here's the funny thing. So after I we won the lottery. I actually got a really good job. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not to flex or anything. No, yeah, but yeah. here's the crazy thing. Kind of like it's a whirlwind because it's like our biggest struggle is always money. And we used to struggle so much and just worked hard and got a great job. I know it's not the update. People hate they go, great, he has more money now. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. they did, They weren't there when we were struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. So what is yeah. your, so you put $300,000 down on a, on a $1.3 million house. What's your monthly payment for the house, like like mortgage and property tax? Uh, $5,071. Oh my God, dude. Um, and, and you can cover that, no problem? To be honest, I can cover it myself, thankfully. Listen, I used to work in sales. Yeah. I left it for a while. I came back to sales and kind of never looked back. So honestly, like knock on wood, just really thankful. And we're really grateful, honestly. Right. Like, too. Jesus. What are you selling? Heroin? and steve how did you deal with um with the the people in your lives who were expecting a handout yeah so we kind of cut everybody like a check for like 5k Mm -hmm. honestly like just something to kind of just here you go thank you appreciate you for being in our life all the best and honestly they understood it wasn't a lot but they were thankful and we kind of just closed that chapter, moved on, so there would be no awkwardness in the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, okay. And the kids are, are a-okay? You have two kids, right? Yeah, yeah, two kids. Okay. Um, took them to Disney World, so that was oh, kind nice. of a treat for them. Did, was, um, there, was there anybody that was pissy about 5K? Oh, of course there was. Of course. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even getting $5,000 for free. Yeah, yeah. $5,000 to some people is almost worse than getting nothing if somebody wins exactly. a lottery. Wow. It, can I tell you, actually, it's funny to see that because... There's certain people I wish, I wish we just did nothing. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're so ungrateful. It's oh, a- so, but the thing is, it's like at the end of the day, like, don't care. There's no, again, my girlfriend's looking for this miraculous, you know, reaction. Like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. None of that. Happened, no, obviously. no. You, it, <laughs> oh, it's man. not that they're ungrateful. They look at you like you're ungrateful. Yeah, they wanted a million dollars each themselves, you know? <laughs> well, tell them to play lottery, man. <laughs> and, and again, but here's the wild part. After that part, every single person who played the lottery, they're spending hundreds of dollars a week on 
And the ticket that we bought was 11 bucks. Oh, so. damn. Bro, you got to uh, stop rubbing deep. it in, I man. know. Yeah, you got to stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know Guys, what I, I got a million dollars, and guess what? Fantastic job. That I don't I even know. need the million. I know. Like, do you have <laughs> do you have anything that's not going well? Like, you got, like, a planner's ward or something? Oh, God. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I'd, I'd, lead with, I'd lead with something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this. People were there when I was eating uh, um, tuna out of a can, okay? Just to kind of make ends meet. And then one of my favorite things is that champions aren't made in the ring. They're just recognized there. People don't see the struggle. They only see the victory, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. honestly, for me, this is our victory because they didn't see one of your struggles in the past. Tuna's kind of expensive, bro. It is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Coming in here like, with the tuna flex. I know. Like if you're gonna, if you're Nobody. gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna pull the out of a can story, don't use tuna. Ah, Steve, thank you very much for that update. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. How was everybody? Very good. Oh, so good. Yesterday was fantastic. What's going on with your hair today, Maureen? Oh, I have a lunch. What do you mean we have a lunch? I'm going to someone's retirement lunch. That's not... You don't say I have a lunch when it's like... A reti- like who's, it's a lunch. We're ordering lunch. Who's, who's Is it like a friend of yours? Yeah, it's a friend. She's retiring. Good for her. Yeah? Okay. A friend or a co-worker? No, a friend. Oh. Yeah. Does she work here? No. No. Oh, wow. You know people who don't work here? Yeah, a couple. Okay. Just oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's get to the, the truth behind this. Yeah. Is it your friend or is it Matthew's friend? No, this is like somebody I worked with. Oh, okay, cool. So what'd you do to your hair? Your hair's all crispy today. Oh, no, it's not. It's actually nice and moist. I put um, hair moisturizer in it. But what is that hair moisturizer? It's what does that mean? like from Lush. It's like a cream you just put in your hair and it moisturizes your scalp. Mm-hmm. So you, put a, you used a scalp moisturizer as hair product? Yeah, it smells why wonderful. Would, why don't you use like paste or something to do it? Up? Then it dries it out. This at least it stays moist. But it's not throughout supposed the whole day. to though. You mm. just you just used a scalp treatment as hair product. No, it's leave it's leave in. Yeah, on your scalp. <laughs> but, not not put on your hair and style. But to get to my scalp, you have to go through the hair. No, but you rub it in like while you're like in the shower, and then no, this is to put on after no, you leave know, it in man. all day. I don't know. I don't know. You look wet. You do. You look wet. Yeah. And when did the wet look disappear? No, but it's not like also when your hair's wet, you all you see is like skull. Like all you see is is mm-hmm. head. Yeah. <laughs> like put your tilt your head down a second for me. Like Ooh. all I all I'm looking at right look now. At that scalp. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at scalp right now. Bro, you, you look fit, like you you're f- retiring. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's not your own retirement? <laughs> I'd order extra napkins at lunch if I were you. Yeah, I do have to ask you this. Wipe though. some of that up. If you go to someone's retirement lunch, do I have to pay for my lunch? Um, what do you mean? What do you think? Somebody's covering your lunch? But I didn't like I, I or do I have to pay for mine and her part of hers? How many people are going? There's like seven people. Yeah, you're all chipping in. Yeah. Oh man, it's a fancy place too. Yeah, fancy well. where? So shall I? No, yeah. it's at the Ritz Carlton. Oh, oh wow, you oh, can't afford that. I can't afford that. No, no. Should RSVP? No. No, but when you're going to walk in, they're going to be like, oh, here comes money bags with the wet hair (laughs) in the middle of the afternoon. When you show up in the middle of the afternoon with wet hair, you look like somebody who's like able to sleep in and start start their day real late. You know what I mean? Your day gets started at 1 p.m. You look like you have money. When you show up with wet hair at 1 p.m., oh, they see you coming. I am wiping this out. Yeah, that's why I said get extra napkins. They know know that you woke up at like 11. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hold out of bed. Hell no. (laughs)
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, last week here at Kiss, we welcomed uh, Niall Horan to the building. He's got a new album called The Show coming out on June 9th. That same day, we're going to post a video on our website with the entire sofa session that we had with Niall. Full interview, performance of a couple of songs. And I got the advance on the album. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, it, good. it's actually like I didn't think I would like the album as much as I did. Really? Yeah. Because like I'm a casual Nile fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like the stuff it, that's on, on streaming and uh, that he has on the radio. But mm-hmm. like the flow of everything on the album is it's it, incredible. Is it in the same sort of world as his previous stuff? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It really, really is. Uh, he did a great job performing live for everyone. He did uh, his new song, Evan. God only knows where this could go. And even if our love starts to go out of control, and you and me go up in flames. That's great. Heaven will be the same. And God we had fans. Maybe like 30, 35 people who were there Bro, tears when he's singing the song Really? Yeah, it was wow. crazy And I know with this album He uh, he spent a lot of time working on this particular project Because I guess it started in and around the pandemic As a lot of artists, like they had all that time All that mm-hmm. downtime mm-hmm. And it just so happened that he was planning on on writing tracks for a new album anyway during COVID, not specifically having this particular project in mind, but just started like getting the writing process in mm-hmm. case or in preparation for album time, right? Uh, but you'll get to see the full interview, both performances as well, on our website, June 9th, same day as release of the show. It's crazy. It doesn't matter how old you are, what generation you are. If you are from the UK, you cannot escape those Beatles mel- melodies, eh? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and you know what? You could hear the Like, influence. this track is like... It's just, it's you can't, like, you can't not. It's yeah. so ingrained in everything. Not that there's anything wrong with no, it. No, it's amazing. And you could hear the influence in the album. I'm telling you guys, the... Yeah. This album, the show, that's great. Really, really good. And just a, a part of our conversation with Niall. Are you critical of your own of your own projects? Like once a project is done and it's it's submitted and you can't make any changes to it, and it's getting ready to be released to the world, right? Can you enjoy this your own songs as is, or do you listen to them and say, "Oh man, maybe I, I could have like." Rewritten yeah, that yeah, part, yeah. or maybe that bit of production. Yeah, forever. Could, yeah. yeah, like I do, I could do that forever. Like I, I have to be pulled out of the studio. Yeah, um, to make sure I stop. And um, yeah, I could, I could rewrite everything. At what point do you like sit back and you can breathe that sigh of relief where you know that well, I can't make those changes? Yeah, I remember when I wrote "You Could Start a Cult." I knew that was the album done. Like I, I was missing one type of vibe, and it was, and it was that. And yeah. I just kind of said to, to the guys, I was like, give me, give me a day. I need to go and write this thing. And um, I came back with that. And it was in my head that was from writing the show and starting that concept. This was a way of rounding off, you know, the square, if you like. Now, Horan, new album, so the good. show, out on June 9th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Man, uh, Snoop Dogg went off the other day. Oh, no. What's, uh, what's it, like, in a good way or in a not good way? Uh, in a not so good way. Oh, no. Like, he's just, like, a little confused and trying to get explanation to streaming and the way money is paid out gotcha. to artists. Oh, well, because right? he's trying, he's counting his pennies now because he's trying to buy the cents, right? Yeah. So not only that, but if you, if you remember, Snoop Dogg is now the owner of Death Row Records. So he's right. got like the catalog, right? And like yeah. these albums are starting to make their way onto streaming platforms. Um, and it's a lot of money involved. So he was on a panel for the Milken Institute Global Conference. This is uh, billed as a meeting of the, quote, best minds in the world to tackle its most urgent challenges and realize its most exciting opportunities. And then the topic of streaming came up. Mm -hmm. And here's where Snoop Dogg went off. It's exciting, but streaming got to get get their together because I don't understand how the f you get paid off of that. Shit. <laughs> like, I mean, can somebody explain to me how you can get a billion streams and not get a million dollars? Like, that sh don't make sense to me. Like, I don't know who the f running the streaming industry, if you in here or not. <laughs> but you need to give us some information on how to f to track this money down. Because one plus one ain't adding up to two. That sh don't add up. And I have to say it. Because that's the main gripe with a lot of us artists is that we do major numbers with streams and this sh but it don't add up to the money. Like, what the f is the money? When I first came out, my records would sell based off of physical. If you sold a million copies, that means if $9.99, $9 million, you get this percentage, that's what it is. So if I sell how many streams, how much money do I get? It's not being translated and, and it's not working for the artist right now. And I just want to speak to that in yeah, the no, music industry. Talk. Like, that's f***ed up. And we need to find a way to figure that out the same way the writers are figuring out the writers are striking because streaming, they can't get paid. Because when it's on the platform, it's not like in the box office. In the box office, if it does all these numbers, you may get an up. Oh, it did this many, here's another check. But on streaming, you got 300,000 hours that somebody watched your movie. Where's the money? And I know I'm going off a script right now, but it. this is business. Well, I mean, because you're not selling streams. Yeah. That's the... I also think that as... That's the problem, man. Somebody who's been in the music industry for a long time, as long as Snoop has. Yeah. Like, he should have people surrounding him in his organization that can explain something <laughs> well, like streaming. Because I know, like, you know, yes, money is made and it's the way the money is divided because the streaming platform gets some, publishers get some, writers get some, the record label has to get some, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, and then once you start mm -hmm. breaking it down, dollars turn into cents, well, essentially, see, per stream. See, Snoop is in a very fortunate position. Like, Snoop, like this was this was really like Metallica years ago, right? They went through the same thing with Napster and, and everything else because they were in a very fortunate position, which is they were, like, sort of at the top of their game, and they were an act that actually made money off record sales, where yeah. everybody else was like, give my record away for free because I don't make anything off it all i do is tour and that's where the majority of bands is so there's a lot of bands that are like i don't i don't expect money off streams because i don't even make that much money off album sales yeah right because of the deals that they have the publishing and everything else and whatever they signed with but snoop is one of those rare sort of ogs who's been in the game a long time that used to make money off record sales yeah and this is confusing to him and it should be confusing to yeah, him but there's a lot more but it's not now. unusual 
that he's, you know, the owner yes. of Death Row Records and has all these albums under his umbrella yeah. that are making its way to streaming. And he's just not seeing, I guess, the dollars that he thought he would so quickly <sighs> off yeah. of those streaming numbers. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Attention, losers. You're about to be saved. Oh, jeez, man. I don't even know if I want to do this. So, uh, Stefan Pierre Tomlin is on hold. Stefan Pierre Tomlin held the record of Tinder's most swiped dude. Uh, he's a model and a pilot. He was swiped 14,600 matches over the course of two years. And now Ooh. he is using AI, AI to help quote, quote, gentlemen, genetically unblessed people to land a soulmate on uh, dating uh, dating sites and dating apps using AI to, quote, help genetically unblessed people. Yo, Stefan, what's going on, man? It's Razamoka. Yep, yep, speaking. Hi, how you doing? You well? Good, man. Before we get into the actual sort of like yep. how all this happens, um, yep. is anything real anymore? Can, right. Can you trust anything on either side? Well, yeah, you can. Um, I, I always go into sort of making sure you video call and... You know, make sure you're not being catfished. <laughs> but there's filters, and now you're doing AI for people. And, like, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it all seems a well, lot. Look, look, just put it this way. The last four or five years of Instagram getting popular, every single person I know, I'm sure you do too, uses filters. Snapchat filters. You know, even on WhatsApp, you know, you, you swipe up and you've got filters there. You know, every the whole world uses filters. TV uses filters. It's just common. You know, it's a normal thing now. So, Stefan, you are 32 years old. You're in the UK. You are a model yep. and a pilot. At one point, Damn. you were Mr. Tinder, like the most swiped dude on Tinder. 14,600 matches in two years. And now you have this, this I, what is it, like a program that helps dudes who are right. using Tinder, yes. who are unlucky on Tinder, and you're using AI to help them like beef up their bios. Am I getting that right? That's correct. I'm, I'm basically the modern version of the hitch. Um, I'm turning ungenetically blessed people from zero to hero using, you know, my expertise. I'm not a trained psychologist or anything, but I'm using the fun aspects of what made me successful and I'm sharing the love. So is this for awkward guys or is this for ugly guys? Do you what? I wouldn't say ugly. I mean, everyone is beautiful in their own way. I must put that across. Well, you said um, genetically unblessed. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, well, this is... <laughs> I, like, you know, you know, someone might think I'm good looking. Another person might think I'm not. So, Have you, you ever know, met that person? You ever met preference. that person who doesn't think you're good looking? Uh, yeah, quite a few. Uh -huh. if, you, if you go down and read some of the comments uh, under some of the articles written by me, there's quite a few people that think I'm Dude, uh, why are not you, very good looking. Why, why so. are you in the comments section? You got everything going on in the uh, world. Well, sometimes people, you know, go out their way and make sure I see it. So yeah, I, <laughs> I have to see it. Let's say there is a genetically unblessed guy in the world, as yeah. you said, okay? And he yeah. is not having a whole lot of luck on Tinder. Yeah. He goes to you, and then what is this yeah. AI process that you run him through? What is it? So um, celebritylovecoach.co.uk, you click subscribe, £45 a month. Um, you fill out, you know, the basic information. Then we, our, my team sends you a survey. We go down on um, sort of dating profiles, Instagrams, YouTube, whatever you use. We then say, you know, take these pictures away, add these pictures. We then use chat gpt um to sort of use ai prompts to rewrite your bio and and with this survey we get a, 
you know, a better understanding of sort of the person you're attracted to. And then after that, we ask you for six photos with different expressions. We then put it into our AI model. Um, And then it generates 40 to 45 AI generated pictures, which will then attract the person that you're attracted to. um, Yeah, from the prompts of the survey that we've given. So it's entirely AI generated profile pictures? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we we then advise you um, on what ones to use to attract that person. And yeah, we tell you which pictures to take down, etc. But the success rate is amazing. It's like 85%. This sounds to, a little build a real relationship. It sounds <laughs> a little like the the they're not around anymore. I mean, maybe they are, but they used to yeah. be real prevalent. It sounds a little like the the, the pickup artist community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can give you a really good tip actually now if you want. Go for Would it. You like to hear? Yeah, so um at Tinder Plus, you know, you pay a premium amount, something like $10 a month, right? Yeah. Um and what it allows you to do is move your passport around so let's say i ask someone three questions um let, let me ask you what what's your dream partner's job what would they do as a living okay so uh like for me just hypothetically speaking okay yeah. uh i will say uh architect architect perfect what age would they be roughly you could say between one age to another like let's say 38 38 perfect and what part of the world would they live in um, let's say, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Brazil. Perfect. So what I'll do then I'll go into Google. <laughs> I would, um, type in the text the the top 10 architects in Brazil, find out their office. Um, I then use Tinder plus move my passport into that office building, set the proximity to one kilometer and then write something about buildings in my bio. And that would then sort of give you a match within two hours, I reckon. You'd match an architect oh, this is not, in this Brazil. Is, damn. This is Boom. not right. Hey, uh, Stefan, <laughs> what, about, what about you? Are you in a relationship right now? Yeah, I'm seeing someone. I am, yeah. Did you use any of the AI tech that you're helping other dudes with uh, to land uh, the person well, in your life? I don't know. I, you know. I've been a model for 15 years. So if you consider some of my campaign pictures being edited um, to, to attract a certain demographic, then yeah. <laughs> Damn, that, yeah. Stefan, Pierre, Tomlin, thank you for joining us on the Roz and Moga no show. You are uh, Tinder's most swiped right guy. Also, um, yeah. offering the service using AI to help, as you say, turning any guy from a zero to a hero in uh, helping them with their with their dating lives, their Tinder profiles, their bios, all that yeah. stuff. Um, um, and thank you so much for having me. Um, and if you have anyone, I can give. Free free lessons to your friends as well. Um, I'm happy to do so. There you okay. go. What's right the on, what's the address again? I'm going to give it to my buddy Sham. <laughs> yeah, it's celebritylovecoach.co.uk. All right, dope. Thanks, homie. <laughs> Later, Thank man. you so much. Lots right, of love. Peace Bye. Out. Bye. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There are more changes coming to Twitter, and you're going to notice your follower count. Go down. What? Elon Musk announced yesterday in a tweet, we're purging accounts that have had no activity at all for several years, so you will probably see follower count drop. Mm. For Twitter's policy, <laughs> users must log into their account at least once every 30 days to avoid removal due to inactivity. And then people started replying to Elon Musk, giving some pushback, whatever, whatever, right? You're always going to get people who aren't happy with anything that Elon Musk's 
Sure. Uh, Elon Musk announces yeah, with yeah, Twitter. Yeah. And he replied to one of those tweets saying the accounts will be archived, but it is important to free up abandoned handles. So I know because he was threatening, because I guess all these people now that um, are, are not tweeting because he took away their badges and accused them of being whatever. But I know that he was threatening to take away NPR's handle and give it to somebody else because they're not uh, they're not active. Well, some people want account names that aren't being used because maybe you share the same name or something. And mm-hmm. if it's not being used, this kind of makes sense. Yeah, but I'm sure, but just come up with something else. What like, about, nobody, like dead people? Nobody cares about your Twitter handle anymore, right? Like nobody. Yeah, what, but at Murray is kind of cool. But who for who though? Me. Why? Like, what makes that cool? Like, what, what makes it cooler than what you have now? Because it's better than, like, at Shem123. Like, whoa, you can just have whoa. at Shem. Hold on now. Can take a shot? Yeah. Why well, you got to bring Shem into this? Yeah. That's because rude. I didn't want to make it all about me. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so they're going to, so they're purging inactive accounts, so your account follow. I, you know what? I don't even look at my yes, you do. Twitter. No, on Twitter? No, because I never look at my own feed. Mm. Right. Like your bank account, you don't check the balance, it's just there. No, it's just there. I check it daily. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you still have that app, Maury? I, I, op- uh, I opened the uh, I opened the bank app on my phone, and I swear to God, my phone swelled up in my hand. <laughs> it got all hot. <laughs> <It> got- <laughs> just kidding. So much. <laughs> uh, do you still have that app on your phone, Maury, that tells you when you uh, gain and, more importantly, lose followers? It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't. What do you mean? Like, something must have it happened. It can't keep up with the amount of people I'm following you? Hey, no. Was that for Twitter or was that for Instagram? <laughs> uh, that was for Instagram. Instagram. But, yeah, but Twitter, Twitter doesn't hurt as much as Instagram. Like, if no. you lose followers on Twitter, right? It's hard to like, keep up like, as much as <laughs> Who cares? Like Twitter is just like Twitter's Twitter. Like, have you noticed Twitter to me went because if you click on anybody's profile, Mm -hmm. right? Anybody that you see, anybody that you see and you click on like media or their pictures and you just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling on anybody. Yeah. You can figure out when Twitter really changed and Twitter really changed when people stopped posting selfies. Right. Twitter became less about sort of you and more about just engaging in the platform where Twitter was kind of like it had a Facebook aspect to it. It had an Instagram aspect to it where people would like talk about life and just engage with people that they knew. Now that aspect of Twitter is long gone. Mm -hmm. Right. And as soon as as people stop posting selfies was when Twitter changed completely. Hey, if you want to have some fun today. Just for today. Yeah. Uh, if you follow Maury on Instagram, at Damn It oh, Maury. Yeah. This is always fun. Uh, go ahead and hit unfollow. You can go back and follow tomorrow. But the fun game is that when you hit unfollow, Maury's phone immediately starts with the notifications going <laughs> off, showing because of this app that he has, showing that somebody has unfollowed. And what's fun, the, the fun, fun part of this who? game, the fun part of this game is when the notifications are all like back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. Just like filling up his home screen with notifications. They need so, to update that app so I can find out who's muted. Go ahead. What, who's muted you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's more disrespectful to get muted. I, do, I agree. I agree. Right? Okay, another I agree. fun I fully game. agree. So I if you want to have... Additional fun. Yeah. Once you unfollow Maury today and then go yeah. back and follow him tomorrow. I okay? appreciate that. Yeah. But when you follow him again tomorrow, open up settings and hit 
Ooh, damn. Mute. Damn. Really, you'll have a blast. Damn. Like all week. You have a great yeah, time. It's so much fun. And, it, and even if it's not that much fun for you, just know that it's very much fun for Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Juliet. It's Roz and Mocha. Hello. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Doing good. Uh, Why don't you tell everyone why you're joining us? I need my dad to get over some weird grudge. Oh, damn. Uh, You wrote, it says, Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I've been dating someone for a while now who has actually been in my life for a while, including my family's life. Over some ridiculous, quote, dirty look, according to my father, which actually happened over a decade ago when we weren't (laughs) dating, my dad is still holding this grudge to this day. He refused to acknowledge my boyfriend when we were all in the same room. He has disconnected from me. There is absolutely so much family stress because of this. Uh, I don't want to lose my family, but I am at the end of my rope with how much to with how to manage this situation. So, have you tried talking to your dad about this? Oh, yes, multiple times. Okay. And is it really just the alleged dirty look, or is it something else, you think? Well, you see, we're European, so when I say he can hold a grudge, I really mean he can hold a grudge. Okay, so what was the dirty look over? We have multiple times tried to ask myself, my boyfriend, my mom, my brother, but unfortunately, he, he's not biting. He won't tell us. But, like, your boyfriend gets along with everybody else. No one else has everybody a problem. Everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else. So it's very awkward. Okay, so, but did you ever, so when you ask your boyfriend about this, what does he say? Does he even remember that day? He goes, Juliet, I was 18. You think I can remember? (laughs) Okay, so, so he's been in your life for a long time. And at 18, he was what, over at the house? No, we were all on a family vacation and on the bus going to the resort. Okay. This is supposedly when he gave this dirty look, according to my dad. Okay. Okay, so he, so so something was said maybe or I don't even know could have been anything uh, and you this guy at 18 who is now your partner um, gave your dad an alleged dirty look and so what was it like for the rest of that vacation then like did they did your dad not talk to him oh it was the worst vacation of my life um, yeah oh, <laughs> he no. stared at us he was you know trying to find us. There was a lot of drama on this vacation. Um, But again, we were just friends at the time. So it's not like we were dating. And then fast forward to about four years ago now. Now we're actually dating. So now he's like, how could you? So so what happens now, like when your boyfriend is in the same room as your dad, like he walks into the house, let's say, right? And he goes and says hi to everyone. Does he go up to your father and says, hello? So for the first three and a half years, yes. But Uh as of approximately two, three weeks ago, he's officially, he's no longer wanting to do it because Uh it's not reciprocal. There's, there's no engagement and conversation, nothing. So what was the relationship like before the dirty look? It was fine. I mean, my parents, his parents, we, we were all so close, but now it's like all of a sudden you're dating my daughter. I don't like you. And, And what does, what do, what do his parents, because they're obviously friends with your parents, so are they involved in this? Do they have a say? To be quite honest with you guys, they, they haven't really hung out since 
uh, we started dating. Oh, really? yeah. wow. You're old man is serious about this. <laughs> oh, it, it's bad. <laughs> this <Literally>. really sucks. <laughs> so, and, and has your mom tried to like get involved and talk to your dad? Yeah. But then, you know what? It's like at the end of the day, you know, my brother and I, we've both left the house. My brother's married. He has a kid now. I left the house with my partner, with my boyfriend. We bought a house. So she's kind of stuck with him at this point. Gotcha. So. But she hasn't been able to get any intel from him, like in those conversations to relay back to you to say, hey, Juliet, actually the problem is this. Oh, no, not at oh. all. It's really so, just because no. of the dirty look. So has, has your dad... No, that's like wow. Ross, that's Ross level of pettiness. I know it is. So has, <laughs> has, has your boyfriend at all, just now that he's a man in his late mm-hmm. 20s, has he ever just looked at your looked at your dad and said, hey, you, me, let's go out to the garage. We're going to talk this through. We, I need to figure this out because I can't live like this. And I don't know what I did, but let's figure it out. Has any has anybody made that sort of like bold move? Yes, we actually have tried. And then at that point, you know, the typical European came out and he's just like, nope, I have nothing to say. And that was it. <laughs> so we'll see what happens when he has to mention that when he buys a ring, right? <laughs> oh, my God. He's not going to. So you guys are not married, right? No, not yet. Is he going to do that <laughs> thing? Is, is he going to do that thing where he goes and asks your dad for permission? Well, after two weeks ago, I highly doubt it. No. Yeah, there's no way your boyfriend's no. going to do that. Um, I, I, I'm actually at a loss. I don't, you seem like you've done everything. Yeah, like any, you went through every single step. Any, any advice that that we could possibly give you? You've already, you've already done. And I understand your mom not wanting to get involved because she's alone in the house with him. Why she? Why does she, she doesn't want to get ignored for 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 a decade? Um, yeah. So you know, so why is she going to get involved? I think that this is just something that you guys may have to to come to terms with and I wouldn't change the way you guys act at all. I would just be there, be present, show up to all the family things and just stick it in his face. And yeah. then, and then, and he will be the one who is isolated. It won't be your boyfriend. It'll get to the mm-hmm. point. It'll get to the point of where your father will be the one who chooses to not take part in things because of a silly grudge hey. over, over an alleged dirty look. And that may be the thing that turns him around. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. Juliet, do you think it might be, and this is so dumb, but one of those things where your dad is so overprotective of his only daughter, he feels like no one is good enough for you. So it doesn't matter if it's this guy that's in your life now, or it could have been like any other guy whatsoever. He's like never going to be accepting of the fact that there's a another man in your life. I mean, I've had other past relationships and he it has not been... Oh. No, because because the dirty the dirty look happened years before they even dated. Yeah, he's wow. just he's just hated this kid. But I, I would say that do not change anything on your end. You and your okay. you and your guy just show up at all the family things and be awesome and have fun and give the mom lots of hugs and just do all the normal things. And you just like your dad will then choose to remove himself from family things. And that's when he hopefully he realizes how ridiculous he's being. Yeah. Good luck, Julian. <laughs> Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Just looking at this story, man. Tom Brady. Jesus. What happened? You want to retire again? <sighs> you got to be like... And some, it's almost like it's almost alien life form, the way that you read about what some people are capable of and what their lives are like. Like it is so foreign to you. It's almost like they're from a different planet. Okay. So let me, let me read you this because we know he retired 
And now they're reporting because he was supposed to go to Fox and be an analyst. Yeah. Covering games and doing that kind of stuff like a lot of retired football players do. Mm -hmm. And because he is now divorced from Giselle Bündchen and they share the kids and he's got the kids part of the time and everything else. The story is people on the inside that know Brady and know people in his camp right now are saying that they're at like a 50% chance mm-hmm. that he walks away from the Fox deal, which was $375 million. Oh my God, for what? Because he wants to spend, he doesn't want to travel. He wants to, to spend time with the kids and he says he can make money elsewhere. I mean, he's not wrong. To walk away from I know, I know. Three like, I mean, hundred and seventy. It's, it's f- so foreign to me the idea yeah, yeah, yeah. that somebody is in a position to walk away a from a ten-year, three hundred and seventy-five million dollar deal to talk about football. Yeah, you're not playing the game. You're just no. talking about it. And I guess what they said is that Tom Brady doesn't do anything sort of half-assed. Like he has, he doesn't have interest in doing what like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman do, which is show up day of yeah. and just call the game. Like he wants to get there early. Oh, and, he's hundred percent in it. Yeah, like he wants to sort of immerse himself in those games. Shem? Yeah, he's militant, right? He's yeah. militant as a player. He's going to be just as militant and and want to want to prepare as a commentator. Yeah, and also to be quite frank, the standard for him as a commentator, is very, very high, right? Agreed. He can't he can't go in there and just spew a bunch of dumb hot takes. No. He's the Tom Brady, yeah. arguably. And he's not going to go in there and do, not saying that they all they only do goofy stuff, but he's going to take this at, like, the highest level yeah. of serious that you can take it as a commentator who's a <sighs> former player because he's, he's the GOAT, so he's yeah. got to live up to that, right? He's not yeah. going to do what, like, those guys on TNT do, like Shaq and Charles Barkley, right? Where the, sure. it, it's, it's a different yeah. job, yes, but they can, they can kind of goof off. They're not, nobody's looking to them for serious basketball, you know, analysis. Yeah. Uh, Maury, how much money would it take for you to leave the show? Like, if somebody came to you with enough, and to not go and do another show somewhere, but to just go and do anything, like something, like, something dumb, even. I'd say, like, like what would you leave? What would you five hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> like a one-time payment or per year? Well, you can pay in a couple months, like two installments. So of- wait a second. So you would leave this show for for five hundred thousand dollars? But I would come back in a year. No, 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 no. You can't no, come no, back. No. You can't come back. Why can't there's, I come back? There's no. You can't Tom Brady this. You can't. Ret- you can't leave and then come back. Oh, then probably I'd say a million. A million. So somebody would have to offer you a million dollars, and then I mean, I'll stay quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Shem? There's no price, man. I'm staying for Oh! There we go. That's, that's the loyalty. Hey. I'm honestly, honestly, Maury, nobody expected you to say that. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. There's another AI song with a popular artist that we know. Oh, really? And love. That's been added to a song already done by someone else. Now, you'll recognize this original track. You've heard this a lot, especially when DJ Climax is in here mm-hmm. doing his mixes. It's a Soka song called I Dare You by Destra. And someone used AI to put Ariana Grande's voice on this song. <laughs> I'm going to play that for you in a second. Here's the original, okay? Boy, bring the wine. Go with my time. Come test my wine. I dare you. I dare you. From front, behind. Boy, uh-huh. I... 
So mm-hmm. people are just taking AI now and using all the various artists, both dead and alive, to just come out with songs, right? Mm-hmm. So here's Ariana Grande doing that. Like, this one hasn't been no. perfected the way some of the other ones have. They got, like, a little yeah. bit of the, the, the higher octave of her voice. Close, but not... I just I think that when you when you listen to the other ones that have come out, especially what was the last one? What was two people? It was Rihanna Frank Bad Bunny. Rihanna Bad Bunny. When you listen to that one, like the person, it, not only is the AI bang on because that's what they're, they're they're doing. They're just training and training and training these AIs to sound like these artists, and then and then really like there's just one like the the the, the Drake one that exists is mm. the one that everybody uses. And but I think that when you put these songs together, you also have to be a pretty decent producer. Yeah, here's right? the, like, uh, the the Rihanna Bad Bunny one that you were talking. about. <laughs> Yeah, they got like they perfected Bad Bunny on this one. And and Rihanna, too. Like, right? Like, you got to be a decent producer. And I will say that the um, the original songs that people do are better than when they have people do covers. Sure. Right? I saw one video yesterday. The audio is like kind of bad, so you can't play it. Yeah. And there's a lot of swearing in it. Gotcha. But producer Timbaland, who does stuff with Justin Timberlake, he's working on Justin Timberlake's new album. He did, you know, obviously stuff for the late Aaliyah, yeah. Nelly Furtado, people like that, right? Mm-hmm. He put out a video yesterday. He was like, listen, I know everyone's talking about AI and I'm working on something right now. And I had never worked with um, Biggie before. He was like, I had never, and it had always been a dream of mine to work with Biggie. So he put together a beat and then used AI Biggie voice on a Timberland beat, which is something that has never existed before. Hmm. And like, it sounded perfect. Like, this is the next perfect one. Yeah. Where it did, I had never heard these lyrics before, so I don't know if maybe he wrote them and this is like an original song well, that if the two of that, if Biggie was still alive, like this could be an actual track. Also, but if the, if Biggie was still alive, maybe he would hate him. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like maybe he would, maybe he would, maybe they wouldn't get along. Uh-huh. And that this would never happen if Biggie was still alive. Like, that's the sort of crap thing about it when artists start doing this. Sure. Right? Like, what's the next AI song you want to hear? Uh, no, I like the originals. I, I like when these guys who are just great producers and decent songwriters, and because they then have to sing the song, but you have to sing it in a way that makes sense for the artist that you're going to lay the AI track down on it. Like, there's some real talent behind it. Like, I'm not they, saying there's not talent behind it. I want to hear an AI Madonna and Mariah because we'll never get that in real life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. I, I, I sort of lean to like the combinations you don't ever expect to hear, right? Like, give me like I don't know, Little Wayne and Garth Brooks, 
You know what I mean? Something yes. really wild. Yes, oh yes, yes. Yeah, abso- absolutely. You know what? Yeah. I'm sure we're not that far off <laughs> yeah. if I'm getting something like, like that. Like Mariah and Metallica. Yes. Right? Like oh, something, oh, you know, oh, like yeah, her yeah. just wailing yeah. on like some like metal track, oh, right? Like I'd I, be into that. I, I'd be absolutely great. be into that. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, guys, we did it. Um, I did not think the Leafs were going to pull through with that win last night, but thank God they did. They played great for the first time. Hold on. I got another one. Uh, They they come back home, by the way, for uh, game five tomorrow night in Toronto. Seven o'clock, by the way, on Sportsnet. so much to do on Friday. This is what they're going to be listening to, making their way back. Yeah. I got one more. I got one more. Okay, I like this. I don't know if they'll be listening to this one. Brian Adams, bro. Come on now. You think think four pro athletes in their 20s with sleeve tattoos? Listen, how are you going to get amped up? You got to somehow. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Amped up. Maybe they should. They shake everything up, right? right? Yes, absolutely. Shake everything up. Listen, you need Joe Bowen with you on that uh, on that flight yelling at you. Holy Mackinac, the Leafs have gained a two-goal lead. Mitch Marner deflecting it. Finally. Yeah. Mitch Marner, where you been, dog? Finally, William Nylander. Finally, all the names. Yep. No disrespect for the other teammates, but, yo, we need the superstars to start playing like superstars. You sound like all the jabronis on sports radio right now. It's so great. <laughs> what do we got to do, guys? Get all fired up. Yes. Uh, it's do or die. Every game uh, is do or die. Okay? Yeah. Say I'm coming home. <laughs> Starting to get wild and crazy, y'all. Call he's home tomorrow night. I'll make it sure. Maybe they got to play it. Maybe Brian Adams. Oh, my God. Great idea. MLSC. Pro tip. Hire Brian Adams. Play this song in Maple Leaf Square tomorrow <laughs> night. amp everybody up. Oh, let's get everyone going. Get everyone going. Play this in the arena as well. Oh when they're warming up. Okay. Uh, Dan Mori was out there in the middle of Maple Leaf Square last night as the uh, Leafs were wrapping up the game to talk to the fans. Go Leafs, go! Go Leafs, go! Go Leafs, go! Dude, five seconds left in the game. How do you think it's going to end? We're winning, baby! Let's go! Let's go! We won! Yeah! Yeah! How do you feel? We're still alive! It's amazing! Three more wins, we're back in it, baby. Leafs at seven. Leafs at seven. Did you have any doubts going into this game? No, not at all, man. We know. Just believe. Just be a Leaf and believe. How do you feel right now? How do you feel? Oh, so God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I knew this was going to happen, so I'm not surprised. But I'm so happy! Woo! Leafs in seven! Whoa, 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 whoa. This girl's drunk. I love it. Listen, there is only one team in NHL history who has come back from a 3-0 loss, and it's the Maple Leafs! We're doing it again! Woo! Okay, 
let's go into the change room right now. If you could say anything to the guys to congratulate them, motivate them, what would you say right now? No fans have better faith than Leafs fans. We have their back. They need to have ours. Also, Austin Matthews, if you're single, so am I. What do you like about Austin? Everything. He's got a mustache. He plays hockey. (laughs) He's hot. I'm trying to be a hockey wife at the end of the day. There's no doubt. There's no, after last after the last series, there was no doubt at all. We got Leafs in seven. We played beautiful defense. The Stars came out to play. We got this. We do. Let's go, Leafs, go. Go, Leafs, go. Feeling exuberant, ecstatic. Finally, we got one. We needed one. And I feel like we can carry this, you know, this energy. It's coming back home. We got this. Give them a little pep talk. What are you saying to them? All right, guys, you won this game. You, you finally figured out, you know, you got to be aggressive. You got to play defense. Just keep on going with this energy. Keep this momentum. Finally coming back home. And just keep it strong. Keep it going. Oh, what's that? We're finally coming back home? Say I'm coming home. <laughs> Time to get amped up, y'all. By the way, the Flyers came back from 0-3 in 2010. See? Look at that, Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it up. 7 o'clock tomorrow night, game five at home, baby. Go, Leafs, go. Oh, look who's vibing now. Look who's vibing now. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.